What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Anna Creates Podcast. My name is Alex Krotz. I am your host. I, you know, I'm trying to work on the intro here, but anyway, um, <laughs> welcome back to this week's episode of the Anna Creates Podcast. And I wanted to talk today about something that I have gotten a lot of questions about in the past and um, continue to get a lot of questions about here and there. And it's something that I think a lot of people don't realize and people get overwhelmed by, but I really think that people, if they frame it right in their mind, they will actually get creative inspiration from it and will be more productive. But a lot of people get caught up thinking about it. And I think it's just reframing your mind. And that is multiple projects, having multiple projects on the go, having so many things on the go. I am somebody who has a lot of different things on the go and I have to, I have to carefully manage my time between different types of projects and different projects. Um, and I get a lot of questions about that because people always want to know about how I do that, how I don't get overwhelmed and how it plays out. Does it, is it good? Is it bad? What's, you know, is it because I just, do I have a lot of projects on the go because I like to have a lot of projects on the go or do I have a lot of projects on the go because I, you know, need to make money and I make no money on it on, you know, on them. And I'm, you know, people don't quite get why that is the case. And so I'm going to go back and just, I'm going to say that when I was working in Toronto and I was, uh, I mean, I've been doing this for years, but the Toronto one's a very, the Toronto example is a very, um, clear cut example, I guess. And, uh, anyway, when I, when I lived in Toronto and I worked at the studio in Toronto, I would be working on many different sessions at a time. And I would be working with many different producers at a time and many different records are, were ongoing. And I had a few producers that would come in and they would work on multiple different artists over the course of a booking. So sometimes that was working on one band during the day, one band at night, we'd be working on, you know, a couple different records. Um, and we'd be working on multiple different songs from those records. So I'm very well versed in the, um, in the workflow of having a million different things on the go at once, because in my head, you know, each project is each different band and, and then the projects, it gets broken down even further into each different song. Um, so every, every band has a record and has songs on it that we're working on. So we're not always working on one song at a time, but meaning, meaning one band and one song and we do it until it's done and that's it all the time. It's different things like that. And, you know, I think that's something that a lot of people get overwhelmed by. And this is the part that I think needs to be reframed. So for me, having multiple projects on the go was normal, having many different things on the go. And I think it is for a lot of people, uh, having multiple things on the go, because especially when you're in a creative project, um, you know, you have to, there's a lot of different things coming and going. There's a lot of different, um, inspiration. There's a lot of different, you know, you have to keep it moving and you have to wait for approvals from somebody. You can't just work on one thing at a time because then you'd be sitting around half the time waiting either for people to get back to you, uh, to approve something. If you're a videographer or, uh, even an engineer and producer, like you send off the track and then you have to wait, uh, for them to get back to you. And if you're only working on one thing, then you literally have to sit and wait and it pulls you out of that creative zone. Um, and, but I think a lot of people get once they have more than a couple things on the go, one or two things, then they start to get overwhelmed. And for me, I thrive on that. I absolutely thrive on having multiple things on the go. Frankly, if I only have one or two things on the go, I actually start to get less motivated about all of them because I, it's so easy to get, you know, I can just go, you know what? I'll work on it later. I don't have to work on it right now. But when I have a whole pile of things on the go, I get more, uh, 
inspired to work on them because of the fact that I know I can't work on it later because I have to do it now because later I have to work on this other thing. And then after that, I have to work on this other thing. And if I don't meet, you know, my, uh, quote, unquote, my deadlines, so to speak, then I, it's all going to get pushed back and that's not going to work. So I actually get more, um, fired up because when I have multiple things on the go. So I'm the kind of guy who likes to have a bunch of different things on the go. Um, some of it is client work. Some of it is personal work, all that kind of stuff. And that's, I think the important part about, about the types of work that I have on the go, the types of projects that I have on the go, because the big mind reframe, and I'm going to get to, you know, the different types of projects in a second, but the big thing that has to be reframed in your mind is the fact that it is not just, um, more work. It is distractions from itself in a way. If you're working on one kind of thing and you're stuck, if you're an engineer or a mixer, you'll know that you get to a point in a song that you feel like uh, you've lost perspective. And it's the same with video editing. You you edit something and you kind of lose perspective. You're like, is this any good? Is this, I don't know. I'm, you know, and you start changing things that aren't really necessarily needing to be changed, but you're changing them. So, um, that happens with mixing a lot. And so, and any kind of creativity, because it's all, it's so much about you and yourself and your own creative vision that you're trying to get across. And once you kind of get there, you're like, well, is this good enough? Is it not good enough? Uh, am I actually there? Am I not there? What do other people going to think? All that kind of stuff. But when you have multiple projects on the go, when you get to that point, when you get to a mix to a point where you're losing perspective, where you need a break, where you need something else, you can then switch over to some other project. So you can switch over to a different mix and work on a different song, and then you can come back. And you're not wasting time because you would have had to take a break anyway. But instead of taking a literal break and going and watching TV, you are just taking a mind break from one project and shifting to another project. And that, you know, like I said, can fire you up because you've got different things going and you have to meet the deadlines that you've set out for yourself, all that kind of stuff. But you, so you have to work on it, but you're, you're, creativity is still flowing and you're still, the more creativity that's flowing, the more it's going to flow. I find that when I have less on the go, then I feel like, you know, I, I'm losing creativity because I'm like, oh, okay, I'll take a break for a minute and I'll go browse on Instagram. Well, if I have too much time to browse on Instagram, I then don't feel motivated to get up and do anything because I've been laying here browsing on Instagram. So it's a bit, it just feeds on itself when you, that's a downward spiral in my in my opinion, um, you know, I'm not saying don't take breaks. Breaks are a great thing. And, you know, I've talked about that before and I will continue to talk about that. Taking a break is a good thing. Taking an actual break and going completely doing something else is a good thing. However, in the middle of your day, if you start and you work on a mix for an hour and after an hour, you've like really dialed in the guitar sounds or something. And then you're kind of going, okay, now what do I do? Like now the guitar sounds are there, but like they're really loud. What do I I don't know if I turn them down, they're too quiet. Like you've lost the perspective. However, when you have a different mix on the go, you can then switch over and it doesn't have those same guitars. You haven't been working on that. So now you can switch over to this other project and keep working on it. And you know, now you've got a, a fresh perspective on that. So that's what I think when you have multiple projects on the go, it's really, really good. And it keeps, it keeps you more motivated. So for me, I, I have to, and this is kind of my, my, um, 
my words of, of wisdom <laughs> when picking your projects. Cause I don't think just dumping on a whole bunch of projects is a good thing. Having a 10, 20 mixes on the go at one given time may not be the good thing because especially for something like mixing, there's a physical limitation. So there's a creative limitation. So after an hour in the morning, you can switch to another mix for an hour and then switch back for another hour and switch back for another hour instead of taking a break in the middle of after one hour of working and getting distracted by Instagram and then not really feeling like working on it anymore. And then, you know, that's it for the day. That's not good, but there is a physical limitation for something like mixing. And for, for many other things, there are limitations where at a certain point your brain gets tired. Uh, in the case of mixing or production, your ears get tired. So after a 10 hour day of mixing, for instance, your ears are pretty shot. Like you're, no matter what you're working on, no matter what project you're working on, you've lost perspective. You don't know what you're doing. Um, and that's fine. That's how it works. And frankly, you should take a break. You shouldn't push it because you're just hurting your ears. You're just, it's not a, a good thing. You can stop and come back to it tomorrow and you're going to do a lot more in the first hour of working in the next day than you are in the next five hours of working after a long, you know, six, eight hour day of mixing. You're going to get a lot more done if you just postpone it till tomorrow. You do need those breaks. You do need those actual physical breaks uh, from the projects, from the couple of mixes that you got going on that you're jumping back and forth. At a certain point in the day, you do need to take a break. You know, you can't just keep switching projects all the time. But this is where I like to pull in different types of projects. So my words of wisdom, as I got sidetracked, um, <laughs> is that... You have to be careful what kind of projects you pull in. So for me, I have a wide variety of interests. So some of it's mixing. And so I get a, a few mixes going at a time. Then uh, another part of it is guitar playing. Another part of it is production. Another part of it is my YouTube videos. Another part of it is my podcast. And another part of it is, you know, finances. And another part of all of these things are my interests. And all these things have their own little projects that are going on. So... After I mix, let's say I, I mix for a couple hours and I switch back and forth between a few different projects and then I need to take an actual break from mixing because now they're all starting to blend together. Um, then I can go and maybe work on a YouTube video or record a podcast or I can play guitar. I like to play guitar at night once my ears aren't really suited for mixing anymore because they're getting a little fatigued. I like to go to guitar because guitar, when I'm recording guitar, I typically don't have as much perspective after about mixing because I've been listening to guitar really loud in the song. So then I'll do guitar stuff. Then I'll do personal projects where I'm playing guitar or writing or that kind of stuff because it's less uh, critical listening and more creative. So I like to do that in the afternoon. So it's a balance of all the different projects that I have going on and figuring out how to balance them to optimize my creativity because they fire me up creatively because I have a lot of stuff going on and, but also how to optimize physically, how I can manage them all. Um, and time-wise how I can manage them all and all those, all those kind of things go into, uh, balancing the project. So yes, there's a lot of projects, but they're balanced in different ways. So I try and do one video a week, which means that I can, I try to record or come up with ideas for two videos a week. And then same with the podcast. I do one podcast a week. So I try to come up with or record one or two podcasts a week and I split them up. So I don't have to do it all at once. I, you know, split them up whenever it feels right in my balance of schedule to work on them. And then also if there's not if I don't have a mix at a time, if there's, I've finished all my mixes that I'm doing for clients, then I don't have that. And I can switch over to some other kind of project because I have a million different projects on the go. Whereas if you only focus on one and then your project's done, now you're back to square one, trying to 
be creative, but also you have to find another client or you have to find another project to do or something. So having multiple on the go continues to fuel your creativity and fuel your inspiration to work on them uh, because they're all at different stages in production or whatever the case may be for your creative project. Um, so it, it really helps you keep that momentum going all the time. And I find that just layers on itself and, and really, really helps. Another thing that I think it really, really helps with, and this is one of my favorite aspects of having a bunch of different projects and even different projects on the go is they all influence each other and they all inspire each other. So if I'm mixing one song, if I'm mixing song A, and I do this really neat thing with the vocal. And then I go to song B and I start mixing that one and I do something really cool with the synth and I try something with the bass synth and I try some new plugin or I don't know, something like that. And I go, oh, that's really cool. I need to, I got to go. So then I go back to song A and I try and apply that to song A in its own right to fit with that song. But I got inspired by song B when I did something on song B that the song inspired me to do something different. Now I have that inspiration to put on song A. Same one with when I'm writing. If I'm writing something and I'm working on some uh, some mix for a hip-hop song and it's got some kind of structure, some big 808, then I'm writing something and it's rock, but I'm like, oh, that 808 was so cool. Maybe I'll try and add that in this song. And then it starts to fuse together and kind of do that where you get inspiration from different things that normally wouldn't be there uh, or normally wouldn't maybe fuse together, but your brain's thinking about it. Your brain is th is thinking about something else that's not what you're actually uh, working on in that exact project. So putting an 808 in metal, things like that are, like, are kind of like the Bring Me the Horizon kind of thing where they took heavy stuff and they added electronic elements. Um, and, and you get that kind of inspiration when you have multiple people in a band, when you have multiple people on a project that comes naturally because everybody has their own thing that they think would be cool in that scenario or in that song. However, when you're by yourself, um, well, you have to kind of inspire yourself to get out of your own box <laughs> in a way it, it's, and, and think outside the box and think and try different things that maybe you're not thinking about with this song or with this project or this video. And sometimes that comes from watching other people's videos or listening to other songs and going, oh, that'd be cool to try. But if you have multiple projects on the go, you will inspire yourself by the other projects and the other ways you think about the other projects you're working on. And I really find that that helps uh, so, so much with my creativity because then I, because I've inspired myself, I get fired up that I inspired myself and I came up with this really great idea. So then I just, you know, it fuels itself. And then I add the thing that I had in song B, I add to song A, and then something else happens because of that that I do in song A, and I add it to song C. And, you know, all these, it just, they they build on each other. And then before you know it, you have, you know, so much extra creativity from all those things bleeding into each other, but yet not sounding the same. They're not like copy paste kind of things. You know, I'm not saying you found a great so uh, chord structure, so you're going to use that in the next th three songs. But you you do get inspiration from those different moves that you that you've done. So I think those are some of my my thoughts on having multiple projects, how I manage multiple projects, and why I like to manage multiple projects. 
uh, and multiple things on the go. And when I mean multiple projects, I don't mean like my, you know, making YouTube videos and YouTube content. It's each video, each song that I'm mixing for a client, each song that I'm producing for a client, each song that I'm writing and producing for myself, each video that I'm working on for my podcast, each or for my YouTube, each podcast that I'm working on for my podcast. Every episode is its own thing. Every video is its own thing. Every song is its own thing. And those are the multiple projects that I'm talking about. Um, so, you know, for instance, I'm working right now on a cover song uh, that should be out in a little, well, hopefully I'm planning on it. But anyway, doing a cover song for fun, it's a creative fulfillment kind of thing, but it has inspired me so much in the things that I've thought of because I'm trying to work within the constraints of that cover song that it's inspired my, the things I'm mixing for clients. It's inspired my own writing for my own songs. All those different things are inspired by the fact that I'm working on a cover song in my own style. And some people think that maybe, you know, I'm an original band. And I don't want to do covers, but sometimes it's good to experiment with that. And just, it's another project that I have on the go. That's maybe it's less, it's ranked less important, but by doing it, I still get inspiration for everything else. Um, and by less important, I mean, because I'm, I'm, you know, it's not making me money. It's not, uh, you know, it's not my own song. It's not f to bring me, you know, it's just, it's for creative fulfillment. If I finish it and I put it out and f 10 people listen to it, fantastic. I will be happy because I created it. And if I don't get the guitars done tonight, well then I'll do it tomorrow because it's not like anybody else is really waiting on it. That kind of thing. That's why it's ranked less important. And I think, you know, client work is definitely ranked higher because there's expectations. Personal work is ranked a little bit less maybe than that, depending on the time, depending on what's going on. Um, you know, as a video is approaching, if I don't have a video ready and Monday's approaching when I want to post the video, well, then that ranks up in priority. <laughs> and, um, but it's still nice to have that balance of all the different projects and when you think about it, you don't have to really rank anything when you actually think about your projects and think about the timeline of them and how to work on them and really organize that. And I tend to take Sunday night and organize kind of my week, what I want to work on, when I want to work on it, and think about the physical limitations that I have. You know, I can't mix in the evening, so I'd like to do my mixing in the morning. I like to do my creative here. I like to write in the right when I wake up. I like to write my ideas. So that's idea generation time, all those kind of things. I think about all of my physical limitations, my week schedule, my different projects, and I try to fit them all in. What's what needs to be done first? What doesn't need to be done right away? When can I do these things and how can I balance them all? And when you think about it like that with kind of a bird's eye view, then when you're in the when you're in the trenches, so to speak, working on the projects, the natu it just naturally inspires you and it naturally inspires all the other projects. So that is uh, that is my two cents worth on uh, balancing multiple projects, how I balance them and why I like to balance them. So I hope you got some insight into that and kind of inspired. If you like to work on multiple projects, um, then that's, that's awesome. And if you, if you don't, that's okay too. You know, a lot of, some people don't like doing too many things at once. They like to really concentrate on one. And when they take a break from one, they, you know, let it mull in their head and think about that. And that's totally fine. Some people really, really thrive on that. I do set time aside to let the things I'm working on mull in my head and think about them. And that's frankly still working on it in, in many regards, um, in a creative space, you know, we never really stop working. We're always thinking about it, uh, which is working on it. 
in a, in its in its own right. But anyway, that is it for uh, this week. You can always shoot me a, shoot me a message on Twitter at Anna Creates if you have thoughts about this. If you like to use multiple projects, if you don't use multiple projects for different things, and how you balance your projects. Um, if you have limits, like that kind of stuff, um, or go on to anacreates.ca and to the podcast tab and find this episode and leave a comment there. Um, I'd love to engage with you and talk about it. Uh, I find it very fascinating to see what other people are up to. So, uh, yeah, anyway, hit me up there and that's it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for watching. Subscribe if you haven't already, and I will see you in the next episode until then always be creating. Mm-hmm.